It's Thursday the 27th of April. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Danny McGinlay, who you can see at the Edmore Theatre and the Sydney Comedy Festival, so the Recobite in Perth for the Perth Comedy Festival. I'm just getting the plugs out of the way because uh, Shane Lee's got bigger news. Shane Lee, welcome to the show. What are you doing this weekend? Well, tomorrow, mate. I've got, I've got a day off tomorrow. I'm off to uh, I'm off to Tasmania for George Gregan, the, the former Wallaby captain's 50th birthday bash, mate. So very wow, excited, mate. Bad. Yeah, we're going to – I've never been to a place called the Bay of Fires. Um, so it's some fires. glamping site. So my little mate's got it. Got to put us all up there. It's a bit of the who's who of, of, of sporting world going, mate. So um, his good mate Phil Kearns will be there, and and Pat Rafter, who I've never met. So I'm looking forward oh, to wow. ha- having a chat with Pat. Yeah, that should be fun. That is pretty good. And uh, after I, I really hope George Gregan just celebrates his birthday. Uh, every few years, just so as he's leaving, he can just look you deep in the eyes and go, four more years, boys, four more years. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, he's got, uh, there's communal showers there, the, the little show-off. I can, oh. I can see why, yeah. If you've ever seen George naked, you know why he's got communal showers. He's not shy. Oh, wow, all right. Well, this is a, wow, man, I, I say good on you and I hope you have fun at, where is it, the Bay of Brokeback? Anyway, great. <laughs> uh, my wife's going. <laughs> yeah, this is so it's keys in a butt. Yeah. Keys in the William Webb Ellis Cup, mate. Fiftieth. That's the new twenties. Yep. Oh there we man, go. I can't wait to. to I'm turning fifty in oh, <laughs> ten years, but I'll get there anyway. Let's uh, up about your escapades today on the show. We'll be talking soccer, rugby, AFL, NRL, and more. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. Well, Shane, let's kick it all off. This morning, the EPL uh, looks like it is the trophy is once again heading north uh, to Manchester after the Sky Blues, the Citizens, the what? Although most Arsenal fans uh, on my but on my feed are calling them the Cheats, um, they did beat them four one in a pretty uh, convincing manner. Kevin De Bruyne with a couple of amazing goals. Uh, it's it's really sad for Arsenal fans. I mean, they they've been in they haven't won the league since about well, two thousand four, I believe it two thousand three, two thousand four. They genuinely had hope this year, and as Ted Lasso's taught us, it's the hope that kills you. <laughs> it is, mate. Well, they went into this match five points with a five point lead, and um, yeah, that that they were daring to dream uh, Arsenal, but. Um, Man City of the goods, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, man. well, of course they're the goods. They're the second richest side mm. in the entire league. And, I mean, let's okay, I, I did read this tweet uh, from Nick Harris. Um, Every time Man City play a match in any competition, anyone reporting on them should remember, UEFA have already fined them 30 million euros unappealed for cheating in 2004 and 2020 reasons. <laughs> they face 115 charges of uh, Premier League rule breaches that are ongoing. They're... It's really for you know the league that everyone celebrates as the best in the world. It's absolutely corrupt, and it's a real shame. It is, mate. It is. Um, I tell you what, but the team for me this year that's been the the, the real, um, uh, I suppose, overachievers has been Newcastle. How well they've played all year, and 
Um, they have some serious followers up there in Newcastle, um, but the way they've played and their style of play has been fantastic. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got to disagree with you that it's surprising because mm. I did say Manchester City are the second richest club in the world. Newcastle are now the <laughs> richest club in the world. It's a real damn shame that the beautiful game is just, you know, people just buy whatever players yeah. they want. Uh, but, yes, I, I was talking to a, a proper Newcastle fan, Kai Humphreys, who was out for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. And I, I said, so how do you, how do you, you know, reconcile your, your love of uh, the game with all the sports washing and, uh, and political <laughs> issues? And he said, I've sat through enough Newcastle defeats. I've suffered enough pain. Yes. Let me enjoy this for a bit. And I'll, it's the same way that we, you know, we all know we should be vegan, but we're not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> and I've got to say this, full credit to Tottenham Hotspur, who've had a terrible year, absolutely, and were thrashed by Newcastle on the mm-hmm. weekend. Um, they refunded the ticket money to their away fans. Wow, it's amazing, isn't it? So a 6-1 defeat. It was, they were 5-0 down, and it was a, the Harry Kane's a consolation goal that sort of gave him a little bit, a little bit of respect. But, um, yeah, but they're... Absolutely embarrassed, they said. Um, they said that performance is not good enough and they are going to refund every uh, person who paid for a ticket during that match. It is, uh, it is a bit easier to refund the tickets when it's just the away fans. It's not like a, That's right. it's a 50 50 Collingwood Essendon split. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think this sets a bad precedent. Um, I think there's a few sporting clubs around Australia going to be receiving some invoices from me later on today <laughs> after the pain I've sat through. What's the? I mean, one time I went to see. I mean, my my team is Celtic over in uh, up in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. My, my family team. I once uh, flew up there uh, and just saw us draw one one with St Johnson. Do you reckon I could have uh, asked them to chuck in for a few of the flights? Mate, I would not be cruising around Glasgow anywhere and asking for money back. <laughs> if <I was> you. <laughs> hey, what's the most you've ever spent to see a sporting match? Oh, um, that's a very good question, mate. Um, I, I went to Old Trafford to see Man U take on um, Liverpool. Oh, that would have been awesome. Um, that was awesome, yeah. And I can't remember, it was about a thousand bucks for the ticket or something, but um, it was worth every cent just to hear you'll never walk alone. Oh, it's an amazing experience. So, who won that game? Uh, Liverpool. And won. you were going for them? I was going for Man United, actually. Oh, were you in the away fans? Yes. I was in the way fans, oh, yeah. man, that is... Oh, I'm yeah. very envious. That's an absolutely brilliant one. Well, you should have asked for your money back. <laughs> <laughs> no chance. <laughs> hey, let's go to rugby. Rugby Australia's announced a surplus of $8.2 million at its 2022 AGM, returning the business to profit for the first time in four years. Now, I guess this is a good news story, Shannon. I mean, you know more about rugby than I do, but... It does seem that, you know, we know as sports fans that making money is a good thing, but it does, you know, could you do sort of sit there kind of like a, 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 a child saying, well, you know, if you're making all this money, how about you beat the All Blacks sometimes? It, it's, yeah, well, it feels like the Washington well, Generals announcing a new coach. <laughs> it's very true, mate, but I tell you what, if rugby had to uh, repay everyone who was disappointed over the last four oh, years, yeah. they would be... Seriously in deficit. Um, but look, this comes back. The eight, $8.2 million surplus comes from the fact that they've just got rid of a lot of staff. They've been overstaffed for years. They had a couple of hundred staff there at, um, uh, at um, in Paddington where they set up their offices. They didn't need that with 14 players they're looking after. Oh, yeah. um, and during COVID, they had a $27.1 million deficit. So Hamish McLennan has actually turned that around. Um, thank goodness. But not only has he shed staff um, from the corporate side of things, the players have taken pay cuts. So... Um, it bodes well 
hopefully if the players are still happy with that, um, for the 2027 Rugby World Cup here in Australia, where hopefully they can put rugby back on the, on the map here again. Really? So they're announcing that we've made a lot of money by putting people out of work and cutting wages. This is yes. making me dislike them more and more. That is yes. not the way forward. <laughs> That's very rugby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stay with us. Uh, we're talking NRL, AFL and more after this short break. Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute. And sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now you can increase your chances of survival with Cellaid, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a Cellaid. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your Cellaid at cellaid.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D dot I-O. You're back on Afternoon Sport. I'm Danny McGinley. He's Shane Lee. Hey, the AFL. I mean, this is the problem of doing these episodes on on Thursday, Shane. I, lo- I love chatting to you, but we don't get the, the great <laughs> sporting stories. But yeah, okay, let's just get through the, the important things, I guess. Uh, the AFL CEO has reportedly been picked after a marathon uh, search. It's uh, and it. I got to say, this is like it's been a lot of speculation. Who's it going to be? Could it be someone from outside the uh, outside the league, outside well, the sporting world? And that turned out to be Gill's right hand man. This is the worst murder mystery since Scooby Doo. It is, mate. It is. Um, they've gone around the block. I actually thought um, the, your Western Bulldogs president, Coley Watson Wheeler, was going to get it. The Disney executive would have been good. But, um, yeah, it would have been good, but no, Andrew Dillon, after they've gone, they've searched high and far, um, he decided to have a look next to him and said, you know what, mate, you were the general manager of football and operations. Over to you, son. Because, I mean, Dillon got the job because he was um, Dimitri, Andrew Dimitri's right-hand man. Andrew Dimitri was Wayne Jackson's right-hand man. Who says it's jobs for the boys? What are you talking about? <laughs> From Gillen to Dillon, eh? There we yeah. go. Yeah, well, yeah, and... Credit to Gillen. I think he's done a brilliant job and it looks like the last bit of his legacy will be the Tasmanian team. Uh, they're about... Yes. It's, it's pretty much locked in now that the um, the, 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 the the funding is coming through. Uh, Albanese's chucked in stuff. The uh, the Tasmanian state government have chucked in stuff. They're, they're going to get a proper stadium. I think it's a great thing. We now need to um, discuss the big issues, uh, Shane. What's the team going to be called? Mm. Oh, I don't know, mate. The Tassie Devils that's, I always thought it would be a good name. Well, that's the, the obvious convicts. one, and that is what the, the TAC Cup under-18 side is called. However, mm. Melbourne FC are complaining that that's too close to Demons, uh, to which, you know, as a Bulldogs <laughs> fan, I couldn't give a rat's what the Demons have to say. No. Uh, I'd say Devils Penguins is pretty good. There's a lot of Penguins around Tasmania. Or if you want to annoy the NRL, call it the Dolphins. <laughs> well, I, I, I've always liked the brand The Convicts. I reckon that would be a cracking brand. Yeah. But then... But black and white, then the pies are going to blow up. Who knows? But I think that's a strong, that's a strong brand, and um, it says a lot about Tasmania too. Well, you talk the two heads, <laughs> the two headed monsters. <laughs> I tell you what, the jumper design. I don't think they. I, I'd uh, Will Anderson came on uh, my podcast I do with Tom Boyd, where we discuss the Western Bulldogs, and we were discussing this because we didn't want to chat about the dogs losing to Port Adelaide. Um, we think the jumper design. I don't, have you been down to Mona? Mm-hmm. Are you going down to Mona after? Um, yeah, this is the Museum of Old and New Art. It's in Hobart. It's one of the. It's probably the best museum in Australia. It's. Have you had a look, Shane? I haven't, mate. No, but uh, 
and it probably won't be on the agenda this trip, but uh, I've heard it's very good. It is actually amazing. Uh, I've been there a couple of times. I remember first time I was down there. I'm not. I mean, I'm a bogan. I, I love sport, and yet the my <laughs> mates took me there, and I'm and they said, "All right, we'll pick you up in three hours. Have a look around by yourself." I'm like three hours, and yeah, I could have spent five or six. It's the art is genuinely amazing, and famously they have a uh, look. There's no other way to put it. There's one of the exhibitions is a wall of uh, vaginas. Um, they've put plaster molds of uh, female. <laughs> Speaking bits. of Mona, well, yeah, up on <laughs> up on the wall, and and people, it, it you can't. You, there's there's old, there's there's young, there's there's everything. But we think that should be the jumper design for Tasmania. You got the map of Tasmania with a arty influence in there. <laughs> it's a, I hope it's not scratch and sniff. <laughs> oh. <no. laughs> How much of that can you actually use, Dan? <laughs> Yeah, all of it. Oh, sweet. All right, great. <laughs> Speaking of scratch and sniff, let's go to boxing. Three-time <laughs> AFL Premiership winner Cam Mooney. He's vowed to put former Essendon star Tom Bell Chambers on his backside as they the duo gear up for their boxing debuts. Now, uh, Fox Sports had an article about this, Shane, that uh, our producer mm-hmm. sent to both of us, but it was all from Cam Mooney's point of view. It was. Now, I've got to say, if you ask me who's going to win that fight, I would absolutely back Bell Chambers. I'm not... Uh, really? I, yeah, look, I'm, just, I'm an AFL fan. I've, I've watched both of them play. Cam Mooney was a, was a great defender. But Tom Bell Chambers, he's got about five centimetres on Mooney. He played for the Bombers, mm. so he's probably got a bit more rage going on inside him. And, and the other thing about Tom <laughs> Bell Chambers is he he's capable of absolute magic. You know he's married to Olympia Valance. How the hell did he do that? Jesus. We're going to mess that pretty face up then. But um, I'll tell you what, I was going to ask you who, who you thought was going to win. Cameron Mooney, obviously a, a three-time AFL Premiership player. Um, but what's the age difference here? Mooney's got a few years on him, He does, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's be, a, yeah. be about uh, five or six. But, uh, yeah, so he... So Bell Chambers, I think, has got to be a cert. You, you, you would think so. But, I mean, this is just another mm. example of boxing being desperate for attention. Yep. Who knows? Mm. <laughs> um, let's talk about your, uh, your your footy up there. Um, Canberra Raiders coach Ricky Stewart has broken his silence in a blistering attack as he took aim at the NRL's no. negotiating rules. Um, so, it, it, forgive, forgive me, I'm down here in Melbourne where it's illegal to discuss uh, rugby league. <laughs> it sounds like one of Canberra's players has joined, is it South Sydney Rabbitohs? Next year. Yeah, so it's Jack Whiten, who is a, um, a State of Origin player, um, New South Wales representative, um, and, and a very, very good 5'8". Uh, he played in the, he's played in the centres a lot for, in, for New South Wales as well. Um, Canberra offered him $4.4 million over the four years. Um, the Dolphins offered him four, and he's accepted $3.4 million from South, so almost a million-dollar pay cut. But he wants to win premierships. He's um, an, an indig- Indigenous player. Um, so he, they get really looked after there at South Sydney and have a really good program for them post-career. Um, so I think he's probably looking beyond his years. He said he doesn't want to play representative football anymore and wants to win a premiership. So so good on him. But what this says to me is Ricky Stewart has a lot of mates in the media. <laughs> he's, he's been whinging. And this could be the, this could be the final um, nail in, in Ricky's coffin down there because he hasn't performed. He gets away with it a lot. I think he's, it's always about him. And for him to lose a marquee player like this is a real um, uh, slight on his um, tenure there as coach. And I think you're going to see a lot of pressure be put on Ricky Stewart now. But as I said, he has a lot of mates in the media and they always look after Ricky for some reason. God, how awkward can Mm. it get inside a a locker room when you know one of your best players 
yeah. doesn't yep. think you can win a flag. Do you call it a flag? Is that am I just using AFL parlance there or uh, No, we call it a flag great. as well. Yep. You can't don't think yep. you can win a flag yeah uh, in the next few years. If if I was Jack Wyden, I would be leading with the culture aspect of wanting to leave. I would be keeping the uh wanting to win a premiership thing in my back pocket and just be talking about the indigenous uh, support networks mm. going on there. It's it's so odd. There's no other job on earth. Where if you're going to go work for the competition, yet you, you still have to hang around. Even even when my old manager at Video Easy announced she was going to the movie land up the road, she was marched out by the owners. <laughs> I've never heard of someone getting frog marched from Video Easy, but hey. Anyway, that's him for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Elite Bets, the only betting app you'll ever need. Yeah, we'll be back with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Hey Muppets, this is Stewie McGill here. As much as I don't want you to, please listen to Fire Up. They told me that I was coming on with Chris Gale, the most attractive cricket player in the cosmos. Unfortunately, it was the other Chris Gale and Stevie F here. Uh, Very sorry about that, but I promise you, if you want to know anything about Rugby League, at Fire Up Rugby League. Find Fire Up on any podcast app.